Hey everybody, Pastor Rick Countryman here with uh, my weekly uh, broadcast, uh, Facebook Live broadcast uh, podcast called Here's the Deal, and I'm glad that you're uh, joining me, and just want to encourage you when we're done here, you got to make sure you hit the uh, share button, get this out there to as many people as you can. Also, if you have not uh, subscribed to the podcast, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, the, the podcast app, type in Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman, and subscribe. And you can take this broadcast with you wherever you go. We try to keep them anywhere from about 15 to 20, 22 minutes long. And uh, we're just super thankful you're joining us. I do have some exciting uh, news, I think, uh, for those of you that enjoy the program, and we know there's lots of you. Uh, I've been talking with Pastor Chad Pippen, and we are going to take this program to a whole nother level in a few weeks. Um, we're, we've got a studio that we're putting together where I can interview guests. It's just going to be a way, way nicer uh, broadcast, podcast, YouTube station. We're, in fact, we're working on that right now. And uh, so anyway, that's coming in, I don't know, two or three Wednesdays, okay? So we'll keep you updated on that. If you have a question, all you got to do is email me at rickc at bvg.org, rickc at bvg.org. And... Um, I get lots of emails every single week from people that are listening or watching. I can't answer them all, but I have responded back to every single one of them because you're asking some very good questions, deep questions, and I may not be able to handle them all on this broadcast, but I, I want to make sure that I get, get back to you. You can also text me your question if you have my phone number or call me or whatever. I love to hear from you. I love to hear the questions that, that you have. One of the, one of the big things uh, that I've been getting lately, and I think I'm going to do this in a couple of weeks, is um, I'm going to talk a little bit about maybe what the uh, about your, your Facebook comments. And yes, I think the Bible does have something to say about your Facebook comments. And, uh, but that's going to be a couple weeks off. Okay, so remember, you got a question, rickc at bbg.org, rickc at bbg.org. And um, I'd, love to, um, I'd love to hear from you. So hopefully everybody had a nice New Year and all that kind of stuff. Uh, really looking forward to uh, 2021. Uh, I actually have uh, a couple of... Bible studies, a couple of small groups that I'm excited about this year. The um, one of them will begin next Monday, uh, right here at my house. My my son-in-law, who is a Modesto police officer, my future son-in-law, and my son, who's a senior. We are going to uh, get together each week, each Monday here at my house. And it's going to be our small group time, and we're going to study the Word together. And I'm excited about that. We may, may, we may not be able to do it forever. Um, uh, my son-in-law's schedule may change at the police department. Uh, 
work schedules may change, my son's school schedule might change, but we are going to uh, begin next Monday just hanging out and being together and talking uh, through God's Word. And then I also have a group that's starting on Fridays, me and two other men from our church, a couple of guys that I've been getting together with for years. We gather, this week we'll be at my house, and then next week we're at one of the other guys' houses, and we kind of rotate it around, and once again we're studying the Word of God together, we're praying together, we're just sharing thoughts together, we're fellowshipping together, and hopefully you have somebody that you're doing that with also. We all need to have moments where we come together with others and uh, hang out, fellowship, study the Word together, pray together, whatever all that might be. So, today... I am going to, it's going to be part one of at least two parts, could be three, I don't know, we'll see how many of these I can get through, but uh, I'm going to talk about what every child needs, okay, and maybe you've got children, um, you know, this is going to be super practical for you, uh, maybe you hope to have children in the future, this will be super practical for you. Maybe you have, you know, a son or a daughter, they have children, you got grandkids, in other words. Hey, turn them on to this podcast. This will be super practical for, for them. And um, we're going to take a couple of weeks at least to kind of walk through some of these things. And um, I, was, I was thinking about all the things that kids want. Okay, now my, my kids, my oldest is in her late 20s, and... She's married, has her own child now, um, who's one. My middle daughter's uh, in her 20s, and then my son's a senior. And I was thinking back over all of the years of raising them when they were little, um, that they always had things that um, they wanted. Okay, my, my kids always wanted a pet whether it was a cat or a dog or a hamster or a guinea pig or a fish, my kids always wanted a pet. My, my kids wanted video games, an Xbox or whatever it might have been. My kids, as they got older, they wanted a smartphone. My kids wanted a computer. My kids wanted a bike. My kids wanted candy. My kids wanted to spend the night at a friend's house or they wanted to have somebody spend the night at, at our house. And the list goes on and on and on, right? Our kids want lots of things, okay? That's not what this episode of Here's the Deal is about. This episode and next week's episode is all about what every child needs, not what they want, okay? Proverbs chapter 22 gives us some really, really great information, okay? Proverbs 22 and verse 6 says, Teach children how they should live, <clears throat> and they will remember it all of their lives. That's what one version says. Uh, a lot of versions says, teach a child in the way they should go and they won't depart from it when they're older. But this is a great piece of information that God's Word gives us. That we have the responsibility to teach children how they should live, 
And they may not always live it out perfectly, or they may not always live it out, you know, 24-7, but they, they may get off track, in other words. But the, usually there comes a moment when they'll come back around and remember what you have taught them and then live that way again. And so what, that's what we're going to deal with. We're going to deal with the, the idea of what we should be teaching our, our children, okay? And this isn't a comprehensive list. Um, I don't even know if they're in, in order of importance. I think they could be. But I'm just going to begin with, with this, okay? Number one, every child needs to know that they're uniquely created by God, okay? Every child needs to know that they're uniquely created by God. They need to know that basically God created everything, right? Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, beginning God created. I think those are the five most important words in all of the Bible. The first five words that you find in Genesis. In the beginning God created. Because if you don't believe those first five words... If you can't get past those first five words, and the rest of it doesn't it don't mean anything to you. But every kid needs to know that they were uniquely created by God. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 and 27 tell us that not only are they uniquely created, but they're actually made in the very image of God. And children need to know this. I think you need to be teaching your children this from a very young age. And there are great Christian books that are out there that are available that you can get that will help children even from a young age understand that they are uniquely created by God. And the sooner you that, the better. Because the world is going to teach them something else. The world is going to teach them that they are simply a happenstance of nature, that they are simply the chance meeting of two random molecules a billion or two years ago. The world is simply going to teach them that they're just educated goo. The world is going to teach them that they're just a little higher up the evolutionary chain than an orangutan. And so the sooner that you can teach them the truth from the Word of God, that they are uniquely created, that when they were inside their mother's womb, as Psalms 139 tells us, that God was the one who was putting them together. You see, they're going to have people like their biology teachers or their professors or it could be other parents, uh, other kids, who, whoever they might be that... They're, 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 they're an accident or they're simply a, a, a random chance of molecules meeting up together. You as a parent need to teach them that they are uniquely created by God. And I think this is absolutely uh, critical. I think if you, you start teaching it to them when they're young, even through the little books that are out there. And there are some great books that you can get through um, all uh, Ken Ham's organization, Answers in Genesis, where, where you can begin little tiny to help kids understand that they are uniquely created by God. 
that God created everything. Okay, he created goats and cows and and you know eagles and beetles and worms and fish and whatever all your dog cats. God created everything, but human beings are created in the very image of God, which makes them special. It makes them unique, and every kid needs to know that. Number two, the second thing every kid needs to know. And moms and dads, it's up to you to teach them this. Your churches hopefully are teaching them this truth or these truths. But really, it, it's you, you are the, the one who needs to be doing it. And the second one is, every child needs to know that God has a plan for their life. You see, it's not just, a, we just don't want to teach them that they're uniquely created by God. But we want to teach them that God has a, a very specific plan for them. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter 1, God says this, Jeremiah, before I made you in your mother's womb, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart for a special work. I appointed you. My plan was I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. And here's the deal. You may not have been appointed to be a spokesman or a prophet to the nation. Nations. Your child probably wasn't appointed to be a prophet to the nations. The point is, is that like Jeremiah, God has a plan for them, a unique purpose for them. The great prophet Isaiah said this, All of you people in faraway places, listen to me. Listen, all you nations, far away. Before I was born, this is Isaiah speaking, Before I was born, the Lord called me, to serve him. The Lord named me while I was still in my mother's womb. Here's the deal. Once again, yes, God created your child and they need to know that. But they also need to know, like Jeremiah, like the great prophet Isaiah, God has a plan for them, has a plan for their life. Ephesians chapter 2 in the New Testament, uh, Paul writes, for we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus. The good things that he planned for us long ago. Just like he planned long before Jeremiah was born what he was going to do. Just like he planned long before Isaiah what he was going to do. God planned long ago what your child was going to do. And so it is super important that you teach your child that not only did God create them, but God created them with a unique plan. And really, part of our job as parents is to help them figure out what that plan is. And that plan may not be what you want, mom or dad. The plan for your child may not be what God's plan is for their life. And what's important is, is that we help them discover what God made them to do, not what we want them to do but what God wanted them to, to do. Uh, number three, every child needs to know that they're sinful. Every child needs to know that they're sinful. And this is super uh, important that every child understand this, and they need to understand this at an early age. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 that when Adam sinned, you go back to Genesis chapter 3 and Adam disobeys God in the garden. God, you know, Adam blows off God. 
that brought sin into the world. And, and Romans chapter 5 tells us that when Adam sinned, it brought sin into the world. And then, of course, the great prophet Isaiah says something similar. He says, all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. All of us. You, me, your child, whoever it might be. We've left God's paths to follow our own. In other words, we've all done the exact same thing that Adam did. We've blown God off. We've disobeyed God. We've sinned against God. Now you might be wondering, why do our children need to know that they're sinful, especially maybe at an early age? Well, here's why. They need to know what causes them to do the crummy, evil things that they do. They need to know why they have crummy, evil thoughts. They need to know why they disobey mom at times, or why they disobey you know, dad at times, or why they disobey their teachers. They need to know what the cause is. You see, it's sin that causes them to do crummy things. It's sin that causes them to disobey. It's sin that causes them to lose their temper. It's sin that, you know, causes people to do all the crummy things that they're going to see people do on television or things they're going to read about or they're going to see uh, somebody in their class you know beat up another you know person on campus they need to know why that person does that they need to know what causes people to do and say crummy things they need to know why you're not perfect you see, they're going to grow up and they're going to watch you lose control, lose your temper. They're going to see you grow up and cuss and swear and do things you probably ought not do. And they need to know why it is that mom and dad sometimes, you know, do crummy things. Okay, so it's super important that they understand the concept of sin. The great prophet Jeremiah gave us a really wonderful piece of information. He said in Jeremiah chapter 17, the human heart, and this includes children, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and wickedly and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? You see, your children need to know the reason why the world is so messed up, the reason why there's so much tension and strife and yelling and all the TV, you know, looting and whatever all that is, the reason why the world's messed up is because the human heart is messed up. The human heart is messed up because of sin. But the most important thing they need to understand about sin is, yes, God created them, and yes, God has a plan for their life, but most importantly, they need to know that sin messed up their relationship with God. And so that's the third thing. Number one, they need to know that God created them. Number two, they need to know that God has a plan for their life. And number three, they need to know that they're sinful. And this will be the last one that I do today, okay? Every child needs to know that Jesus is the only way to have their sins forgiven. You see, you can't talk about sin. You can't help your kids understand sin, the concept of sin, the truth of sin, unless you also, at the same time, tell them about Jesus was all about. What his death and bloody, you know, messed up body on the cross was all about. What, what the empty tomb was all about. 
You see, we just came through a season that basically Matthew chapter 1 tells us about. Matthew 1 says, She, Mary, will give birth to a son. That's Jesus. We just celebrated his birth, you know, less than a month ago. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Why? Because he, Jesus, will save his people from their sins. You see, they sinful, but they also need to know that because God created them, because God cares about them deeply, God has a plan for their life, that he also has a remedy for the problem of sin, and that was his son Jesus. The most famous Bible verse in all of Scripture really is John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world, and that word world there doesn't mean the globe. It means people. God, For God so loved you and me and your child that he gave his one and only son, that's Jesus, that whoever believes in him shouldn't perish because of their sin, but they would have eternal life. For, for God did not send his son Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And those are some really, really beautiful verses. You see, God does care about us. He loves us deeply. And what he did was he simply um, uh, uh, sent his son to die in our place. And so I'm going to stop right there, okay? So I gave you four things that every child needs. Next week we'll do part two. The first is every child needs to know that they were created by God. Number two, every child needs to know that God has a plan for their life. Every child needs to know, number three, that they're sinful. And number four, every child needs to know that it's Jesus who cleanses them of their sin. So, as I said, next week we'll do part two. Maybe I'll get through the rest of them. Maybe I'll have a part three. Share this with your family members, friends. Don't forget Rick C at bbg.org, Rick C at bbg.org. If you got a question or something, um, if you'd like clarity, maybe on one of these four things I mentioned, you can always, you know, text me or whatever it is you want to do. Make sure you share it, this program, and make sure you go to uh, Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. Okay, hey, listen, it's been fun to be with you. I'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, right here on the broadcast or podcast. All right. Blessings, everybody.